Blog Talk Radio. You are listening live to the Alex Cardinal Show, your one stop for news, sports, current events, current news, politics, and fun. With plenty of action packed into this show, there is something for everyone. What will Alex be talking about today? Want to call in and interact with Alex? Call in live at 1 3236421605. Now, coming to you live from Springfield, Massachusetts, is the crazy Alex Cardinal. Take it away, Alex. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Alice Cardinelli Show here on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Alice Cardinelli, and thank you for joining me on this fine Tuesday evening. How are you all doing tonight? I hope all my listeners are having a fantastic day and a fantastic week. Thank you for listening to the show, whether it's live or whether it's an archive listen. I appreciate you tuning in to the Alice Cardinelli Show today. I've got a great show on tap for you today as I welcome my next guest to the Alice Cornelli Show. This next guest is a good friend of mine. I've known him for a while now, and I'm very proud to have met this friend. It's been a while since I've personally chatted with this friend, and this is the first time I've chatted with him in about six or seven months, so I am really looking forward to today's show. And I know you guys are going to enjoy today's show. Now, my guest is known for being very controversial, but he's also a very, very nice person. So today's episode is going to be full of controversy as we talk about anything and everything. And I know you guys are going to eventually enjoy today's show. And I hope you guys enjoy tonight's episode of the Alice Cardinelli Show. So, without any further ado, I would like to go ahead and welcome tonight's guest to the Alice Cardinelli Show. So, Kason, welcome to the show, and thank you for joining the Alice Cardinelli Show today. Oops, I guess we're having uh, technical issues here, but today's guest is going to be my good friend, Mr. Kason Bolton, and as soon as our technical issues clear up, we'll be able to get him on the show. And again, our guest today is none other than Mr. Kason Bolton, and I hope to have our technical issues fixed in a few seconds here. My studio is running a little bit slower than usual today, so I do apologize. Hopefully it'll get cleared up in the meantime here. Chef Alex, can you hear me? Oh. Yep, I can hear you now. How are you doing today, sir? Man, I'm I'm excited, man. I look I, I told the wife I was gonna be on the show again. She started smiling. You know, we were exchanging messages earlier in the week. So I'm amped up, man. I've been praying for you and the family. Are you know I've been watching the news and the snow, you know, down in the Boston area. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's been a while since we talked, so I've been looking forward to this show. I'm sick and tired of the snow, but um, I'm looking forward to meeting with you and learning about things. And I know it's been six or seven months since we've chatted. So what are you up to now? Well, you know, volunteering has changed where, you know, since if you notice the news, a lot of, uh, a lot of people have come down with the flu, the children and adults. So they made some of the guidelines for some of the volunteers at some of the local hospitals uh, different where we have to take uh, uh, 
It used to be optional to take vaccinations. Now it's mandatory. Um, they did limit the restrictions on interacting, some of the interacting with the volunteers, uh, with some of the patients. But it's still a really a good thing. I still enjoy it, man. Um, I haven't done blog talk myself in a while, but I've been doing some other things, trying to grow my business, my security business. But I get, get a lot of reward uh, out of volunteering, man. Thank you for asking. You're welcome. I'm very glad to hear that. So would you like to explain a little a little bit about yourself to the listener since this is the first time that they get to meet you? Okay. Well, uh, let me back up just a little bit. You know, back in 2008, I, had a, I was involved in a very bad car wreck, and um, I was physically struck. I broke my right leg in three places, lost my left leg above the knee. I'm an above-knee amputee, and I spent two months in the hospital. And I was so thankful, uh, Alex, of what I learned from all the doctors, the nurses, the, uh, the people in the rehab department. I was learned so much and was so encouraged in my recovery that I wanted to give back. So after I got physically able and once I got released from the hospital, I became a certified uh, peer visitor. And it, it extends way beyond just visiting with amputees. Some of the patients are stroke patients. Some of them have MS. You know, some are amputees, some are not. Some are paralyzed, some are partially paralyzed. But it is very, very rewarding, man. And that's how I ended up being a volunteer. And I do public speaking as well. But the volunteering is most rewarding, no matter what the age is, male or female. That's awesome to hear. So I actually want to talk about your disability now. And what can't you do now that you're disabled? You say what, what I can't do or what I can't do? Can't. Well, one of the things, um, let's see, I can still cut the grass. It's a little awkward. Um, I have two different legs. One uh, is a running leg, and that's why people are also known as the blade. It looks like a bent, like a, a, a paper clip. Then I have a regular leg that, that I put a, a actual put a shoe on. The running leg, I can do running and sports and so on. It doesn't bend, so I have to circumvent and throw it out to the left. And then the regular, you know, prosthetic leg, you know, it functions as a normal leg. It, it's a microprocessor knee. Uh, it ha- has to be programmed for to, uh, how fast I walk and how fast I sit down. So for the most part, going upstairs, I have to look one step at a time. But going downstairs is normal. Going up is uh, challenging. So, but it's okay. Well, that's good. Now, what would your advice be to those who are disabled and how they can live their lives? Well, one thing I can say, Alex, no matter what the disability is, one of the things I share with the patients is that whether you've had a stroke, whether you've lost a limb, whether you've been partially paralyzed, we can still do other things that we did before. We just have to do them in a different way. You know, whether it's walking, whether it's running, whether it's lifting. You know, and I share people with stories that I have friends with no hands and no feet, no feet, but they have smiles. And a person sometimes as simple as a smile is hard for some people to do. You know, so I've met different people with different walks, but I tell everyone this. We have to set goals that are attainable and set goals that are realistic during our recovery. And we could never, ever give up. Never give up. So. Those are some good tips. I really do agree with you on that. 
Yeah, I, I met some miraculous people, uh, Chef Alexander. I, I tell you, some really, really miraculous people with some. I even met doctors who are wheelchair bound, but they're still performing their profession as doctors, and that's that's just powerful to me. It really is. That's it good is that really, there's a lot of good people out there who are disabled that are able to do what they want. Yeah, I mean some of the some of the things that people can do is unreal. I met a woman um, didn't have any arms, but she had her feet. So she, when I met her. We, you know, we, were at a, we was at a restaurant, so we exchanged business cards. So I wouldn't disrespect her. Her feet became her hands. So I put my business card in between her toes. You know, what was, what was beautiful to me is to watch her eat with her feet. It was one of the most beautiful things I ever saw in my life. You know, when you become disabled, sometimes you view things differently than before we were disabled. Like I, I start mo- noticing more amputees. or so if I see a man or a woman walking, I try to figure out, are they an amputee? Did they have a, just a bum leg? And I want to hear their story because I want to share mine because I really love people. So, That's pretty know. cool. I, mean, I know you've been disabled for a while now. Actually, it was one of the first things I found out when I first met you. But I've been amazed how you're able to do such things being disabled. So you've got my respect. Yeah, it's 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 challenging. You know, uh, just yesterday I had a little health scare, but you know, and I was in a lot of pain when I woke up. But once again. I know some of the issues that I have, I have uh, challenges with was was supposed to happen. That's one thing I don't I don't negate that everything in life is supposed to happen, good or bad, you know. And that's how I accepted it, you know. Uh, just like people, people come into our lives for a reason, you know. When I met you, I was so impressed with the things you were doing on the internet and and, and doing your radio show and your cooking show. It's just. You're an awesome young man, despite the age difference. You are an awesome young man, and you're doing great things. And you know, just but it's it's individuals like you. It's just like when I go volunteer. They're very refreshing, very warm. You're real kind. It's just like the people that I meet. They're not all sad. Some of them are eager to you know to 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 get back to the the activities of life. But I just I just love people, and I wish there were more people that would want to help a volunteer. Because some people have no patience. For a person that has been been disabled, that's a key thing. You got to have patience in this life because they say if you have patience, you're going to get far in life. And I definitely agree with that quote. Yeah, and and you have to help people without an expectation. Uh, someone shared with me years ago that if we do this, a simple gesture, it's holding a door that leading into a business or to a home. If the person doesn't acknowledge that you did a kind gesture and say thank you, if you get angry, that means your motive was wrong. So I try to view things in a very optimistic way. I don't judge no man or no woman, no matter of their ethnicity, their religious belief, or their sexual preference. I just love all mankind. Know that I'm not perfect, but I just I was I've been taught by my parents to love people, and I I, I love people. That's true, and I, I agree with you on that as well, some very key points. Now, I also know that you're a poet as well, right? You're into poetry, right? Yes, sir. I, I started writing many, many years ago, and when I started writing, I used to write songs. Then the songs went to poetry, and the poetry went to short stories, and I have a unique gift of putting words together, and uh, it's something I've also written for other people, but I use my writing as a form of relaxation. You know, if the lighting is proper, if the mood is, or the tones are set, 
That's how I relax. Some people like to play the piano or play an instrument. Some like to sit in, the, in front of a body of water. So we all have things that we like. But for me, my poetry, I've actually sat on the sand in the beach, at the beach, and let the moonlight be the light of my keyboard. So it's just really, really impacting, man. I tell you, I love it. That's true. I used to like poetry when I was in school, so it's in meeting that you still like uh, poetry. Oh yeah, I just I just turned fifty, man, a few weeks ago. And one thing about uh, getting older, um, we're only really old as we think we are. I have a friend; she's eighty-four. She's married to my friend, who's 60, 65. You know, so it's age. Age is, is truly what the society says. It's only a number. You know. Um, uh, just recently, I don't follow a lot of sports, so I, there was a commercial running during the Super Bowl. And the commercial uh, uh, had nothing but elderly men and women that were at least 100 years of age. And I just thought that was beautiful. I, thought, I, I think they're all about, right at 100. Well, anyway, it, it was it was just beautiful. And one of the gentlemen said, never give up. You know, and it, it's encouraging that you can still be in your right mind and right in your, in your hundreds and in your, in your late, late in life. So, wow. Yeah. We're rocking and rolling, man. <laughs> That's good that you love poetry. Now, what are your tips yeah. for those interested in poetry? One of the things about I, I tell people who wants to want to start writing and, and getting into poetry, that poetry doesn't have to rhyme. And poetry may or may not have a message for the listeners or the readers, but it may have a message for the writer himself. You know, he doesn't have to use any big words, and and and, and have to, it doesn't have to be sexual. It could be spiritual, but whatever you decide to put on paper, I tell people this. And one of the best ways to get into writing is to start journaling about yourself, journaling about your life. You know, journal the piece that of expression. You know, I tell people to put a, a date on it, timestamp it, write about it process it, evaluate it, and keep moving. But the reason why I tell people to start journaling for themselves before they start the poetry, it'll give them a sense of style of writing. And also the, the other piece is that the journaling is very therapeutic. And when I share that, people never, they never look at it like that. So if you can journal about your life events, what you're going through, positive or negative, you can use that work as a um, – in a, in a positive way to begin the writing process. And then you may go from writing stories about yourself to writing a miniature novel, uh, a bestseller. You, ne- you never know. And then, you know, you never know. You may not want to publish anything, but you may want to become a ghostwriter, write for other people. You know, um, there were some wonderful people I met on uh, on the Internet when I was doing my show. Uh, Angel B. um she was another one, Rhonda Nails, it was, it's, uh, Catherine Waddell, just those were inspiring women to me, man, and they were just awesome. I haven't talked to them, haven't texted with them, but the the spirit that they generated will, will be long life, long lasting uh, effects on me as a, as a human and as a man because they were so empowered and they were all uh, striving for business. But you know, it's, I think too the key right key, one thing you have to. When you write, tell your truth, even though it's not others, other truths of others. Those are some awesome uh, poetry tips, and I, I really did enjoy hearing them. 
Now, I know you mentioned earlier you had a show here on Blog Talk Radio. Would you mind explaining your, your show to our listeners? Yeah, it was called God Controversy Radio FM 69, and I still got some archive shows out there for those who are listening. But, you know, I was thinking at a later time in my life to bring the show back and, and market it in a different way. Um, and, and when I say market it in a different way, it'll still be controversial, but less the swearing. I'm finding that swearing, is, it, it has its time and place, but this time and place where I am in my life, I try not to swear, and if I do, I, I'll always ask for an, an apology for those who may have, um, if, I, if I've offended anyone. But controversy is not always bad controversy, whether we're talking about children, whether we're talking about the Middle East. Uh, I try not to get into too much of political debates with my show. I don't really follow politics a lot, but I'll cover stories that people just don't want to cover, whether it's abuse in the religious world, whether it's uh, cases in history that the time has forgotten. You know, I, I just love I will cover it. You know, the music that I played on my show and the topics and the guests that I've had, you know, I've had the pleasure of having you on my show. It was, it was truly an honor. Because I'm your biggest, I'm one of your biggest fans, despite us not talking as often as we did. But just knowing that when I look at my email, you know, here here is something coming from uh, Alex. You know, let me know that you're still out there doing what you do and that, that you have passion for. So that's awesome. I loved your uh, controversy radio show, and that's where I got your name from, the uh, controversy name. I, I figured I'd name you Mr. Controversy from your wonderful yeah. radio show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Chef. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. How about this? I uh, I do a monthly series with you here on the Alice Cornelli Show. I'll let you pick the, let you pick your own topic, and we can get to you on every month here on the Alice Cornelli Show. I would like that. You know, I would I would like that. It would be my honor. And you know, maybe when you schedule the next one, I would like to interview you. Something I hadn't done in a while, and we can let your listeners know something about you that they may not have known uh, up until this point. You know, just something different. We'll, 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 we'll have to talk off air. Whatever we good. Awesome. Let's do that. So I can't wait to have you on the Yellow Cornelius show every month. So we got a deal. I'm looking forward to that, man. As long as I'm breathing, I'm, I'm willing to do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So next month you'll do a, a interactive show with me. And then in, uh, in April you can choose your own topic. That'll work. I like that. Awesome. Like so I look forward to working with you in the future here on the Alfred Nilly Show. Definitely, definitely. I got to tell you, man, right, I love your commercial. <laughs> do you mind if we take a commercial break real quick? Oh, I'll stand by. It's my pleasure. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and take about a 20-minute commercial break. And in the commercial break, we're going to hear some wonderful music. And when we come back, we're going to have plenty of controversy here on the Alice Carinelli Show. And today, I'm interviewing my best friend, Mr. Controversy Kaysen Bolton. And we've been discussing his disability, his poetry, and his radio show. But coming up next, we're going to talk about some controversial topics, such as ISIS, Barack Obama, and current events. So stick around if you love controversy. And if you want to join today's discussion, go ahead and call in at 1-323-642-1605. That's 1-323-642-1605. And we'll be back with more of the Alice Cardinelli Show after our nice music and commercial break.
The Aquatic Wet Line is a tropical fish keeping podcast that is dedicated to all the tropical fish keepers. The Aquatic Wet Line covers fresh water, salt water, and reptiles. The Aquatic Wet Line is the one and only fish keeping podcast hosted by a fish keeper for fish keepers. Aquatic Wet Line is one of the original fish keeping podcasts that was the first to be dedicated to freshwater fish on Blog Talk Radio. With over 100 episodes and plenty of new episodes coming to you live each week, Aquatic Wet Line is the place to be for all fish keepers. So check us out. blogtalkradio.com forward slash aqua alex. Aquatics Plus is the next best aquarium keeping show here on Blog Talk Radio. Your host of this show, Andrew will dive deep into the topics of freshwater and saltwater fish, reptiles, and other pets. Dakota Aquatics Plus is live every Saturday and is a show that you will enjoy. So check Andrew out. blogtalkradio.com forward slash Dakota Aquatics Plus. Aquatics Euphoria, a podcast about fish, all things fish and everything fish. Let William T. and his co-hosts dive deep into your tank and come up with a great fish species topic for a great show. Check out Aquatics Euphoria today for an enjoyable fish show. William T. and his co-hosts do it all. Salt water, fresh water, and yes, plants and even specials on other interesting topics. Surf over there, right after this wonderful show here on Blog Talk Radio. Did you know that William T. has a new podcast on Blog Talk Radio? Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yes, kids. Teens and in-betweens. Epiphany is a podcast about revelations, sudden awarenesses and innuendos. William T. will discuss topic by topic, week by week or maybe day by day. You never know with William T. This podcast is controversial at best, interesting at least. Come join William T. at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash epiphany USA. Come hear what all the hype is about. William T. slam dunks his attitude with rants, political slurs about governmental blunders, world events and where this world is headed from a revelational point of view. See if this podcast don't grab your fancy. Come on. What are you waiting for? Come sit beside William T. and take part in a podcast that promises to be inviting, action-packed and just plain crazy at times. Come hear some senseless jargon and an attitude from the shrewd dude from South Carolina. The old man of mayhem, William T. Come on be brave and go there right now. Well, wait until this show is over first though. Choosing guitar accessories can be expensive and time-consuming, but it doesn't have to be. Jambox will deliver the necessities right to your front door. Jambox is great for players of any age and all experience levels. Try new brands, new products, and get your jam on. Order a Jambox today at www.jamboxcanada.ca. Gail Carson is a singer and songwriter who produces some awesome music. Gail Carson is an ASCAP, multi-genre singer-slash-songwriter spanning folk, country, roots, Americana, and a little bit of rock and roll. www.gailcarson.com 
Gail Carson is also a radio show host of The Gail Carson Show, an original indie artist showcase series broadcast on internet radio stations all over the world. Gail Carson is a professional photographer, videographer, and graphic artist www.gailcarsonphotograph.com. Gail Carson is a producer slash engineer. Gail Carson is a music promoter. Hey, it's Chef Alex here, and I'm coming to the Alice Carnelli Show. That's right, Chef Alex will be on the Alice Carnelli Show. I have five years of kitchen experience, and I've hosted the Chef Carnelli Cooking Show here on Blog Talk Radio that is two years old and has over 200 episodes and 70,000 listens. But now, I'm coming to the Alice Cardinelli Show with a brand new series called Cooking with Alice Cardinelli. You can expect my delicious recipes, my delicious tips and tricks to ensure that you at home can cook restaurant quality food like a restaurant chef. I debut on the Alice Carnelli Show Wednesday, February 4th, 2015 at 8 p.m. Eastern. So make sure you tune into the Alice Carnelli Show Wednesday, February 4th at 8 p.m. Eastern as Cooking with Alice Carnelli debuts on the Alice Carnelli Show. I will be talking about cookies, cakes, and chocolate on February 4th. I'll have my delicious chocolate chip cookie recipe, my delicious sugar cookie recipe, my delicious red velvet cake recipe, and even a delicious white chocolate candy bar recipe. So make sure you join me live Wednesday, February 4th at 8 p.m. Eastern for the debut of Cooking with Alice Cornelli right here on the Alice Cornelli Show. Let's heat this kitchen up on Wednesday, February 4th. I'm Chef Alice Cardinelli, and I'll see you right here on the Alice Cardinelli Show, Wednesday, February 4th, 8 p.m. Eastern. Manja, everyone! It's time to get funky right here on the Alice Cardinelli Show. We're going to hear some wonderful music on the Alice Cardinelli Show. I hope you like music, so DJ Alex... Take it away and play some wonderful music here on the Alice Cardinelli Show. Yeah! Another one bites the dust. And the first song we're going to hear tonight is a song that is actually sung by one of our sponsors from JamboxCanada.ca. And this song was sung by our guest from last night, Mr. Daniel May. So let's hear the song that Daniel has sung from JamboxCanada.ca or JamBox.com.
by Eminem and it's called The Real Slim Shady. Stand up. 
do. So damn it. You too. You think I give a damn about a Grammy? Half of you critics can't even stomach you, let alone stand me. But Slim, what if you win? Wouldn't it be weird? Why? You guys can just lie to get me here so you can sit me here next to Britney Spears? Christina Aguilera better switch me chairs so I can sit next to Carson Daly and Fred Durst and hear him argue over who she gave to first. Little put me on blast on MTV. Yeah, he's cute, but I think he's married to Kim. <laughs> I to download her audio on MP3 and show the whole world how you gave him an MP. You little girl and boy groups, all you do is annoy me So I have been sitting here to destroy you And there's a million of us just like me Who cuss like me, who just don't give a f*** like me Who dress like me, walk, talk, and act like me And just might be the next best thing, but not quite me I'm Slim Shady, yes, I'm the real Shady All you other Slim Shadies are just in my rating So won't the real Slim Shady please stand up Please stand up, please stand up Cause I'm Slim Shady, yes, I'm the real Shady All you other Slim Shadies are just in my rating So won't the real Slim Shady please stand up I'm only giving you things you joke about with your friends inside your living room. The only difference is I got the balls to say it in front of y'all. And I don't got to be false or sugar-coated at all. I just get on the mic and spit it. And whether you like to admit it, I just better than 90% of you rappers out, kid. Then you wonder how can kids eat up these albums like, it's funny. Because at the rate I'm going when I'm 30, I'll be the only person in a nursing home flirty. Since the nurse's ass is when I'm for jerkins and I'm jerking. But this whole bag of Viagra isn't working. And every single person is a slim shady lurking. He could be working at Burger on your onion rings, or in the parking lot circling, screaming, I don't give a f- with his windows down and the system up. So will the real shady please stand up and put one of those fingers on each hand up and be proud to be out of your mind and out of control. And one more time, loud as you can, how does it go? Bye, 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 bye,
up, 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 Kurt I wanna roll with him, my heart that we will be A little gamble and it's fun when you're with me Russian roulette is not the same without a gun And baby, when it's love, if it's not rough, it isn't fun
You are now tuned back into the Alex Cardinelli Show, live with your host, Alex Cardinelli. We hope you enjoyed our nice music and commercial break and are ready for some fun discussion. What is Alex going to chat about now? Don't forget to call in at 1-323-642-1605 to let your voice be heard. Get involved with social media and tweet your thoughts on tonight's topic. Tweet to at Alex Cardinelli 1, capital A in Alex and C in Cardinelli. Now let's get back to the action. Here's Alex live from the Blog Talk Radio Studio in Springfield, Massachusetts. And welcome back to the Alex Cardinelli Show. I hope you guys enjoyed our wonderful music and commercial break. We've got a great guest on the line with us tonight. We've got my best friend, Cason Bolton, and as I like to call him, Mr. Controversy. And before commercial break, we were discussing his disability, we were discussing poetry, and we were discussing his great radio show that I used to do. And we found out that Cason will be a once-a-month guest here on the Oscar Nelly Show. And I look forward to having Cason on the Oscar Nelly Show once a month. And now we're getting ready to go into the fun part of the show, the got controversy part of the show. But first, I want to give another caller plug-in. Remember, if you're listening live and you want to join our controversial topics, you can go ahead and call in at one three two three six four two one six zero five. That's one three two three six four two one six zero five. And you can also um, tweet on Twitter at Alice Cardinelli one capital A and Alex and capital C and Cardinelli. Your thoughts on tonight's topics. So, Keeson, are you ready for some controversial topics? Oh, yeah, man. Go ahead, Alex. Let them have it. All right. Perfect. Well, first, I want to ask you, what are your thoughts on the ISIS situation, the ISIS situation? Because first they were beheading people, and now today I heard that they are actually burning people alive. So what are your thoughts on the ISIS situation? Well, you know, the ISIS situation is just like the other uh, issues we had before. I'm not going to bash the culture of the of the uh, country or based on an isolated group. But one thing I can say, there are some angry individuals, and they're mad at our government or excuse me, the Un- United States, and they have chosen to show their power by killing innocent people on, on on a broad scale. But what's really amazing, there's been publications prior to these events that were documented of these events happening. Uh, some were in some uh, Bibles that were printed in Islamic, uh, in the Quran, also in the Holy Bible and, and so on. But what's been happening, it's they're only going to they're only going to get stronger. It's, they're going to get stronger, and it's going to come more to the western part of the country, and that's when it's really going to get bad because they're they're snatching people out of, out of places as you know in, in Australia, you know, and there was really amazing. There are more people that want to join that are American citizens than over there, you know. But once again. People have their own views, and the media is, is a lot to do with the negative connotations that come through that influence the thoughts. 
Very well said, and I hope that this icy situation will die down pretty soon because it seems to be lasting lasting for quite a while. I remember hearing about it back in late 2014. Right. See, they didn't just ice didn't just come come about. They didn't just evolve. You know, they're just like um, similar to uh, Bin Laden. They're very well funded. You know, and they they don't they they they're not play, they don't play fair. You know, of course, believe it or not, there are rules that the U.S. follows when there's a war, but no one follows the rules but the U.S. of what that of what they project. You know, um, it's kind of sad, but it's, it's it's true. But it's you know some call it propaganda, but it is what it is, man. And not giving glory to the 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 militant group over there. But they're angry. They are very angry. And what, what's really amazing, there is a lot of civilian Americans over in uh, Afghanistan, Baghdad, and, and, and some other areas. But it's trickling down all, all the way here to the U.S. So that, that, that speaks volume. It really does. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. And hopefully it'll, it'll end pretty soon. But I know, I know it's going to take a while. Yeah, I, you know, I, I can't say they need no time soon because it is it's gotten progressively worse because they're taking over more and smaller and smaller uh, countries and other towns and, and, and cities uh, where they are. You know, they're so bold. They even have, uh, I guess this, let me get it right, his name is Jihad John, is the, the name that they've given him. He is the allegedly, I'm using the word allegedly, British um, uh, uh, American or a person with a British accent that's doing the beheading. So once again, that is pure speculation. But so it lets you know that it's just not the Islamic culture itself or Islamic people. You know, it's you know, there's Westerners involved, there's African Americans involved. There's difficulties of people that are wanting to portray or support, you know, um, what's going on over there. And it's it's, it's really a bad situation. It really is. Because after a while, guess what? They're not showing it yet. They're going to start hurting children. I guess hoping doesn't lead to a war on a, a, a world war again. It's, that's all we need. Right, but see what, what's amazing. The 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 thing, what's really amazing, is the things that our government can't see. You know, their ability to infiltrate the U.S. You know, just recently they they released a woman. Uh, our, at least our government released a woman allegedly, according to CNN News, that I think she, I don't know if she just not only did she attempt to bomb. Uh, some some people, but her bomb her bomb didn't go off. Of course, because she's still living. But they negotiated her release. They didn't want the money. China China or Japan, uh, ISIS initially wanted two hundred million dollars for the for the return of those two people. They weren't paying that money, you know. So when you start negotiating with them, with 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 these these militant groups, they have the upper hand. You know, it's, it's kind of sad. It's like the, this 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 army uh, ranger cat. Whatever his special forces, Bergdahl, you know, they're going to bring him up on charges. Mentally, he was disturbed over there. He had a mental break of some sort, and he was captive for five years. They released him. His name is Mud now. So now they're going to they're going to charge him with desertion. He's going to and or if he gets no no uh, break time, they're going to strip him of his benefits, so he can't get any benefits from being in the service. So he's not a, a well-liked camper either. Once again, this is always God controversy on Alex's show. <laughs> <laughs> we have to have controversy sometimes, right, Kason? That's what the news is, man. You look at it. 
The news is controversy. If you look at the news, you know, a news is like a sitcom. The different news channel networks fight for ratings just like a regular old sitcom. The gorier, the negative, the better. It's it's sad. I would, you know, despite me, you know, having to show God controversy, I want to see more positive energy that's out there. But the, it's the topics that's controversial. The topics are controversial. The people are controversial, and the actions and the before and the after are always controversial. That's true. So switching gears now from the icy situation, let's talk about here in the United States of America. Now, I know over the past couple of months there have been several uh, police violence situations. So what are your thoughts on the recent police violence situations? It's truly sad. We're under the, the Ferguson is one. The New York man is selling the loose cigarettes is another. All the way back to Rodney King and then all those that were before these other men, the Haitian who was sodomized in New York, and no matter what the ethnicity is, but right now we're talking about the, the African Americans. What's really sad when being raised in the, the rough part of California, you naturally were knew how to interact with law enforcement. There's a body language you must know to have, and I don't care what ethnicity you are. When you get pulled over by any law enforcement officer of any state, you keep your hands on the steering wheel and get permission to move your hands, to reach into your glove box. You never do it without permission. If you don't get permission, there's a likelihood you can get shot or killed. But some some understand that, that, that energy and some don't. Now, the man who that they choked out is sad to say that he lost his life. But if he would have just complied, put his hands behind his back, and let them arrest him, they wouldn't have killed him. They wouldn't, they wouldn't have choked him out. It's, it, it may sound biased, but my heart went out to him and to his family, but complying sometimes saves your life, even when you're not wrong. Now, that's controversial. Well, yeah, was it civil rights violated? Yeah, because they used the, they used the chokehold that has been outlawed by every agency. You know, just like here in, in the Carolinas, they have an officer that two years ago shot a young man. He shot at him twelve times. Ten of the rounds hit him. Stood right next to him. His other two officers didn't follow. Didn't. Um, Fire any round. So, and I only I knew that what was going to happen, like the two officers who got killed in New York, it was at random. I knew that eventually something negative was going to happen to the law enforcement. You know, I respect law enforcement uh, at every level. You know, they're just men and women doing their jobs like everyone else. But just like anything, if there's negative and bad law enforcement, it affects it for the for the ones who are not controversial and who are violating people's rights and so on. But what's really amazing, there are ways to interacting with law enforcement. Will it always happen that you'll survive? Nine times out of ten, you'll survive. You may get roughed up a little bit, but you will survive if you comply. You can bail out later and you have an opportunity to live in. But being combative at every level is not going to fix it. We have to know what it is and know how to respond. You're right, Case, and I agree 100% with you. And I said a couple weeks ago here on the Alice Cardinelli show that people needed to respect police officers. And I feel that if people didn't uh, didn't defy police officers or fight police officers, there wouldn't be that many um, police officers shooting people. So I definitely agree with you on that. I think people need to respect police officers. I grew up respecting the law, and a lot of people have, just like yourself. Yeah, but a lot of people have lost respect based on the things that's seen in the news. Now, here's the other thing. Uh, despite 
the actual abuse that's been documented, there are still some decent police officers out there. But like I said before, they, uh, the good ones, so to speak, if there's such a thing, they catch the brunt of the negative uh, lashback that they, that they get. And I commend the men and women who are protecting and who are serving because, uh, you know, whether it's a civilian or non-civilian or even for law enforcement, you don't want to see no one lose their life. You know, uh, but, you know, there, there's so much fuel. There's negative energy on television. There's negative energy in music. There's negative energy on the on the show that's aired, and there's negative news. And then our country, we share too much information. The Internet itself, you know, it wouldn't take a, 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 an idiot to just use the the, the media and then the news itself to educate themselves on what's going, what they're going to do next. It is truly, truly sad. That's true, and it is, it is sad where the world is heading. And that actually brings us to our next controversial topic as we're talking about these things. Now, a lot of bad things have been going on in the world, like violence and things like that. So what do you think about the state of the world today with all the violence, drugs, and nonsense? Well, if you, if anyone in their home who has a religious belief system, whether it's Western or Eastern world Islam, whether it's the Jewish belief, the faith, uh, the Mormons, the Jehovah's Witnesses, Christianity, it's all Catholicism, Judaism, a lot of the publications are saying the same thing in a different way. But what's truly amazing the manifestation of what was documented in in, in the uh, New World Translation and also in the Holy Bible and all, even in the Quran, it talks about the end of days and the times and shows that the manifestations are truly here. All three of these Bibles talk about the, uh, the wars. It talks about the famine. It talks about nations will rise against nation. You know, um, so it's it's really powerful, man, and it's truly sad. But at the, at the end, everyone's going to be picking up their Bibles and reading because guess what? The activity is going to be so clear of what's happening in, in society. They'll be able to pick up their Bible and almost follow it. And that's controversy, but it's true. I agree with you. I hope everyone turns to uh, religion if they are having a hard time because God and Jesus are always there for you. So you're 100% right on that, Keith, and yeah, but here's a, here's something controversial. Over in I, I'm gonna use the loosely stating the third world countries, or the some of the Islamic countries, that people are being killed on the spot for not converting to Islam, and some of the ones that were converting, they were killing them as well. So one thing I do know, whatever your belief system is, my encouragement to those is believe what you believe, but even in the face of death, go to your go to your grave. Believing in your God, whatever your God may be, you know, but only time will tell. Only time will tell. That's very true. And me and my friend were talking about this topic very earlier this week, and I figured since I've had I'd have you on my show today, I'd ask you since you are very interested in topics like this. What are your thoughts on teenage pregnancy? Teenage pregnancy. Well, as simple as it may sound, if a lot of parents 
whether whether they have boy children or girl children, if their children, teenage children or preteens, could actually talk to them and really listen to them without fear of rejection. I really do feel, and the parents had a listening and understanding ear, there will be less teen pregnancy. That's just my opinion. The reason why I say that, imagine, see, what all, the only thing that's changed is the days on the calendars. Uh, my, me, my parents, my, par- my grandparents, everyone desires intimacy. Everyone desires a touch. Everyone desires to be loved. Everyone desires some type of intimacy, whether it's actual caressing, intercourse, whatever it may be. So if the children can freely talk about it without being told, well, you're not old enough for that, and you'll learn about that later, and making it seems that sex is nasty. Only in the U.S., sex is pushed as being something nasty and vulgar. Some of the other uh, third world countries, it's not as pushed to that level in some, in some countries. But if the children could talk and the parents could listen, I think teen pregnancy would be a lot less. And the other is not making it so easy for a teen here you go now. This is controversial, always different, making it so easy for a teen parent to get assistance when uh, there were some other measures, preventable measures that could have been put in place. I agree with you on that statement about not teenage parents not getting assistance because I, I think that uh, if parents actually knew what their kids were doing at any certain time of the day, this could be prevented. So I think you're right on on your statement there. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of dysfunction in society, but what happens? And I tell people this: if the if the parents, if the grandparents can teach the parents, then the parents can't teach the kids. So if you keep having a generation after generation that are dysfunctional, we keep getting the same results. You know, I always said if we could cross raise culturally of people. We have a better society. So if you can mix the cultures and do things with education, there could be a uh, multicultural learning piece in society, as far as the intelligence, as far as spending, capital, jobs, careers, and a whole bit. Because we're finding education is going up to go to school, but it's harder and harder to find a job that will make you make enough money to pay the loan back. That's a whole other topic. Very well said. Now, speaking of sort of similar to this topic, I think you're going to actually laugh at this, but I want to share this with you and my listeners, and after I share it with you, I'll I'll ask your thoughts on this. This is an article that I found on my Facebook page today, and the name of the Mm -hmm. article is, Florida Man Has a Year-Long Sexual Relationship with a Dolphin, and He Claims a Dolphin Seduced Him. And the article goes on to say, a man who had sex with a performing dolphin at an amusement park in the 1970s has claimed the encounter took place because the animal seduced him. Malcolm Breener, 63 years old, claims that he fell for Dolly, a bottlenose dolphin who lived in an out-defunct Florida land theme park in Sarasota after her amorous advances. So what are your thoughts on a Florida man seducing and having a sexual relationship with a dolphin. That was an excuse for him to be to have bestiality with a dolphin. That is point blank, direct. Despite dolphins have a similar trait as some, uh, I've seen some uh, dogs, where they get the humping or the, the flipping and, and, and what have you, or some form of affection, it still doesn't validate the, 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 
the the unique desire for the man to be with the uh, with the dolphin. You know, once again, it's there's laws here in this country, uh, and it's, it falls under bestiality, whether it's on land or by sea, and it is illegal for them to be intimate with animals. You know, I was speaking with uh, some men who were over in Iraq uh, just recently, and they shared that it's common to see men uh, over there in that country with sheep, you know, with them having a, a sex with sheep. But once again, oh. it's a third world country. It's no different than what it happens here, but here that we have laws for it. You know, but once again, it's, the, it's this wickedness. Everything is it's wicked. I just think it's kind of disgusting that I would even think about doing that with an animal. Yeah. It, it's, it's really sad, man. <laughs> I guess he doesn't have a girlfriend or a wife, so he has to have it with someone if he can't be a human. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, it's downright terrible. It, it's terrible, man. It really is. But it's- Yeah, some people... Some people are just weirdos like that. It is, but you know what's really amazing is, is that, you know, believe it or not, I think over in, in in Sudan at one time, a lot of businessmen from various countries were going over there because they were having sex with the children. So what our governments did, they joined forces, and it's now illegal for them to do it. So they're still doing what they're doing on the black market. It's not open. It's not free anymore. So it's certain things that our countries can join together on, but you know all this money has been generated and going to other areas. But there's still a lot of impoverished and hungry people in countries. It really is. So it's it's something else, man. That's true. Now moving on to my final controversial topic for this show, and I know a lot of people are going to either agree or disagree. I personally think Barack Obama is doing a mediocre job. But do you personally think President Obama is doing a good or a bad job running the country? Believe it or not, because I don't follow politics, uh, even though I'm, I'm an African American, he is as well. Um, I don't. I, I've never gave him a rating. Uh, one thing I didn't particularly care for, I will say this, was the um, Obamacare for the medical, only because what people don't understand with Obamacare, yeah, it gives you medical. But some people can't afford the premium. So when you can't, even when you can't afford the premium, if your salary or family income is not below a certain level, you're going to start getting uh, financially fined for not having the medical insurance. So in one aspect, people get free medical. In the other aspect, if you don't have it, if you make X amount of money. So other than that, that's the only thing I noticed because I have a lot of medical issues. That's the only thing that I noticed that it wasn't. I wasn't fond of it, but. Some people love it to death, you know. So, well, Alex, here's here's one that'll really make it controversial. Society pushed that Barack Obama was the first black president, but he's not, and that's gonna be a whole other show. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the first black president? That's gonna be a whole other show. We're gonna, we're gonna have to give it a whole show topic. Now that'll be controversial. Okay. That sounds great. <laughs> You know, there's a lot of what I call conscious um, people out there. Print, the, the singer Prince, he's very conscious about what's going on in society. Uh, uh, activists, 
uh, Dick Gregory is another conscious individual. What's going on? You know, just a, a lot of them. Uh, David Icke or David Ike, I can't pronounce his name. He's another controversial individual. But it's it's a lot of information that's out there that's out there that actually it's actually free for the for taking if people want to read. And you got to know what it is in life. You know what to chew up, chew the meat up and spit out the bones. Chew up the knowledge of, of what people can use and spit out the bones of things that you can't don't want to use. Very well said, and it was fun to get controversial here on the Oscar Nelly Show today. So thank you for participating in controversy here on the Oscar Nelly Show. <laughs> I mean, I, I really enjoyed it, Chef. I really have. Awesome. So I've got, a, I've got a couple more questions, but they're not controversial. It's okay. Okay. Now, are you a, are you actually a football fan? Did you watch the Super Bowl game this Sunday, this past Sunday? I didn't watch the game. I watched various segments of it because I, I, I wasn't raised following sports. I did see a couple controversial catches. You know, um, I was rooting for um, New, New England based on the fact that Seattle had won a few times, and I think the winning should be shared among other teams. That's just how I view it. You know, uh, my, but other than that, you know, it, it generates a lot of money, generates a lot of commercials. A lot of advertisement, but I just wish some of the athletes could take accountability on some of their behavior, whether it's in baseball or football. That's awesome, and you're my man because I was going for the Patriots too, so that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I got to pick a good team then. I was surrounded by a lot of Seahawks fans, so I'm glad to know that my good friend from the radio and my best friend, you are, you were going for the Patriots too, so that takes yes. comfort in my heart. <laughs> yes. Hopefully yeah, the Patriots make it again next more. year too. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. <laughs> now, I know you know that I'm a big Red Velvet fan. Do you like Red Velvet Cake? I really, really do. Man, there is a restaurant here by the name of K&W here in the Carolinas. And the cake is so moist, and they actually put, I've actually had one that was covered with the top of pecans on it. And boy, oh boy. Alex, Alex, Alex. That's just downright simple, man. Some red velvet cake and some milk. (laughs) I love red velvet cake too. It's one of my favorite cakes, actually. I really do like it. Uh oh, man, that's 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 controversial right there. That's a that's a show by itself. You know, I noticed on the news yeah. now. I saw for February they're going to have some red velvet cookies, Oreo cookies. That's just, that's what I thought to mention. They're going to have actually have uh, red velvet Oreos, and they actually just came out yesterday. I went to get them today, but my grocery store didn't have them, so I'm going to try Walmart wow. tomorrow because I want to try the red velvet Oreos. Okay, so they came, okay, I understand. That. A couple a couple weeks before Valentine's Day. Okay, that's right. Yeah, they came out yesterday. They came out on February second, but my grocery store didn't have them. But I think Walmart should have yeah. them since they're a big chain. Hopefully, if not one of the, I call what the, what some of the. Um, Really prestigious store, the little specialty stores may have it. That's true too, but I'm gonna buy a package and try them because I love both red velvet cake and Oreos. Right. Yeah. That's gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah, man, I really enjoyed myself on the show tonight. That's been really, really nice. Long overdue. Yeah, you did a great. You're doing a great job. 
And actually, tomorrow on the Alice Cornelius show, I'm going to have a red velvet cake recipe that I'll be sharing out with my listeners. Ah, okay. <laughs> Make everyone go off their diet just by listening to the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to thank you for being a part of the show. You did a fantastic job tonight, sir. Thank you, Chef Alex. Man, it's always a pleasure. You are always a great host. And you always, man, I tell you, you got the best uh, uh, commercials that I've, 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 I've listened to on, on, on Blog Talk. Very, very nice commercials. Thank you, sir. I really appreciate that. And, and you've been a wonderful friend, and I enjoy our friendship. It is always a pleasure, man. I look forward to being on the next show. Just let me know, and, and I look forward to in my emails and see when they're coming through. All right, so I'll email you tonight, and we'll figure out a date for our sh- our show in March here on the Oscar Nelly Show. All right. All right, listeners, that's going to do it for us tonight here on the Alice Cardinelli Show. I want to thank you for listening to the show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you did enjoy the show, please go ahead and copy the show URL and post it on your Facebook, Twitter, or Google Plus account so that your friends can listen to the show. And if you haven't already, please log on to Facebook and click like on my fan page called The Alice Cardinelli Show so that you can get the latest news updates, find out who's going to be a guest on our show, and I'll post some quotes that are um, some of my favorite motivational quotes and things like that. So go check out my fan page on Facebook, The Alice Cardinelli Show. And don't forget, live tomorrow, 8 p.m. Eastern, I am debuting my new series here on The Alice Cardinelli Show called Cooking with Alice Cardinelli. It debuts tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern with cookies, cakes, and chocolate with plenty of great recipes. Now, the Cooking with Alice Cardinelli series is based off my old show called The Chef Cardinelli Cooking Show, which is now retired, but that new series is going to be replacing The Chef Cardinelli Cooking Show tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern. Well, I want to thank you all for listening, and Casey, you did a fantastic job, and thank you for coming on the show, even though you weren't feeling well. Yes, it was my pleasure, man. Thank you for having me, and you have a wonderful evening. You too, sir. We'll see you on. We'll see you in March. Have a great rest of your February. Uh, you too. Thank you. Happy Valentine's Day to you, to you and your wife. Thank you, sir. Send your family. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us tonight here on the Alice Cornelli Show. Have a great rest of your night and day if you're listening to the Archive episode. And with that being said, I'm your host, Alice Cardinelli. Peace out, everyone. Have a great rest of your day. And thank you for tuning in to the Alice Cardinelli Show, where we'll promise to entertain you. I'm Alice Cardinelli, and the Alice Cardinelli Show is now signing off. Thank you for listening to the Alex Cardinal Show, your one stop for anything sports, news, politics, and general chat. Make sure you join us each and every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern, and Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Please like our fan page on Facebook. Log on to Facebook and type in the Alex Cardinal Show and click like. We are also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Check us out there. For more information on our show, check out our webpage, blogtalkradio.com forward slash crazyalextalk. Have a good night, and thanks for listening to The Alex Cardinal Show.